0: Welcome to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the
1: dumbest trends of the day. I am one of your co-hosts, Mike Cushing. And I'm Michael Howard, and I want to say hello to all of my fellow Cushazoids out there. Oh, you son of a bitch. Or maybe, maybe (laughs) Cushballs? Ooh, now Cushballs I can get behind.
0: (laughs) Well, Michael, I came here to podcast and drink wine, but I forgot to go to public, so I don't have any wine. So I guess we just got to talk to each other.
1: Ah, well,
0: fine. I guess I can deal with that. Yeah. What do you got for me?
1: Well, before we get into whatever depressing crap you're going to bring up, like Trump or some childhood hero of mine dying, um, I wanted to (laughs) hit on a couple things that I came across while doing some post show uh, research. Please tell me it's about penalties for sky crimes, like crushing my knees. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. It's Mm. actually about uh, penis weightlifting and smash mouth. And. Not necessarily together. I did not come across anything, but maybe. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. world. And by research, you know, I of course just mean like Googling, which is the type of research that I do.
0: So can you tell me what you Googled? I'd like to know the exact (laughs) Google phrase.
1: (laughs) Well, hang um, weights on
0: penis, please. Google.net.
1: I think part of the reason I'm bringing this up is just so. Everyone knows that there is a perfectly valid reason that I have penis stretching and weightlifting videos and Smash Mouth remixes back to back on my search history. So you're just trying to explain away your YouTube video yes. history. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Basically. And this podcast is um, just a convenient
0: vehicle for you to do so.
1: Okay, that's <laughs> exactly. Fine. Exactly. It may come as a surprise to some of our listeners that we do research for this show, um, yeah. considering that me. you yourself. Michael Cushing did not know that a penis did not have a bone.
0: Okay, once again, um, I'm going to blame two things on that. Uh, one, I was drunk and excited. Uh, two, again, I've talked about going to Christian school many a times on this show. Mm-hmm. They didn't teach anatomy.
1: You know <laughs> Not that, that
0: you know what? Not that I can really blame them for that one because I do have a penis. So here we are.
1: Uh, but we do want to make sure that we're not spreading any alternative facts here, you know. I feel like we have a duty to mine the Internet to find some really ridiculous stories. But, you know, we want to make sure they're right. So when, mm-hmm. you know, you go around and tell your friends about the crazy shit about guys with 18.9 inch penises that like you have the right details. Mm-hmm. Very important. When Kush says he remembers a Reuters video where there was a penis stretching or a penis weightlifting competition. I have mm-hmm. to look at that. You have to. I have you, to. You have just to, to make sure that you're not making this up. Uh, and then we lose all credibility. And so my, to our fan. my YouTube search history having penis weightlifting videos in it is your fault. <laughs> so now that we have that all cleared up. Yeah, I'll take that blame. That's fine. <laughs> so it turns out that uh, penis weightlifting competitions happen kind of in a lot of places. Like this is not an isolated thing. I thought maybe okay. I would find it in like one random country or, or some weird town. But no, it's like a fairly well-established um athletic event? Would you call it an athletic event? A feat of strength, I guess? I
0: guess you kinda have to, really. It sounds more like an endurance competition, if we're being really honest, because I don't like I you mean yeah. I can give you maybe twelve seconds and then I'm out.
1: That's just a case. <laughs> yeah, and you know I I came across people lifting some really weird things like cases of beer with their penis. <laughs>
0: You know when you when you go to Publix and you, you take all the grocery bags out of your out of your trunk, you never have an extra hand for the beer exactly. cases. So exactly. that's just handy.
1: That's weird enough as it is, but I also came across this very very odd subculture with websites basically telling you how to lengthen your penis by stretching it with exercises. Okay, yeah, because um, I was gonna
0: say you're talking about weightlifting competitions, but our boy last week, yeah, he wasn't doing that to like compete. He was no, doing that. No, he
1: was doing that just brain to, problems. Maybe. Yeah, he was he was girthing it up and lengthening that bad boy, you know. <laughs> so he's girthing and lengthening. <laughs> exactly. Apparently yeah. they go hand in hand uh, or hand in penis. I Something. Guess. Yeah. Uh, as this this website tried to make me believe, where it explained how to even if you didn't buy their apparatus. Uh, for your stre- for your stretching and but what is what does this apparatus look like um <laughs> it, it kind of looks like some kind of medieval torture contraption that okay that's, that's definitely what i want to put on my penis. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah but you know you don't have to buy that you can just um grip your penis and mm-hmm. uh i guess kind of stroke it which i thought was just, just yeah, that's tough but if-
0: i know how to do i know how to do that i've done that for a while now. <laughs>
1: You know, maybe I'm just not understanding the nuance, but I feel like if that was what all you needed to do to lengthen and girthen your penis, that
0: we'd we'd all have 18.9 inch penises. Yeah. Well, Michael, I think uh, we've talked about penises for six and a half minutes now, so uh, before we okay. we, we can know, I move oh, on to
1: smash mouth then real quick. I guess we have to. <laughs> Let's hear it. So I I asked about why why on. God's Wh- green why, earth. Why do Smash Mouth? <laughs> right. Why Why do Smash Mouth and why do Remix? Uh, it turns out it all comes from this one dude named Neil Cicierga or Cicirega. Mm, I don't know. I can't the pronounce her- the hero we need. He created this this album called Mouth Sounds, where he did all of, a bunch of remixes, and they just like. You know, four out of the 15 or five out of the 15 that happened to involve All Star. Okay. Uh, with other with various songs, one of which was Imagine by John Lennon. And okay. he slowed down the words for All Star so much that it sounds like there is this weird demon singing Imagine to you, which is terrifying and hauntingly beautiful at the same time. Do you have it queued up? Actually, you know what? Let me, let me play this for you. Yeah. The people want it. They need it.
0: Mm hmm. hmm.
1: Pretty good so far. Just yeah,
0: it's just John Lennon's Imagine.
1: No, no, Michael, no. This can't be happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> no. No <laughs> <laughs> like my, my okay? Now I know how you felt last week. This is oh, this is so bad. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, this man he created songs like this, and so people kind of discovered this, and they were like, "Wow, Smash Mouth can literally be remixed with anything." Yeah, thank God. And so we started getting all these remixes with uh, you know, Evanescence, and and then mm-hmm. people started realizing, hey, Smash Mouth can be remixed with Smash Mouth. <laughs>
0: I didn't even so, think to look about that.
1: Is there all star <laughs> to the tune of walking on the sun? No. No, but just we got we got the genre where it was just like Smash Mouth, but everything okay. is just internal S- smash mouth somebody. remixes. Yeah. Okay. You know, just internal all-star remixes.
0: I gotta be honest with you, so it happened to me. I got at least four text messages from friends, like just like, you son of a bitch, I've been singing all-star to myself all
1: week. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And I know their pain
1: because yeah, it happened and- to me. One of the things that this guy said, he said, when I decided to mash up Smash Mouth with John Lennon, of course I was thinking, this is super blasphemous. This is designed to make people angry. <laughs> he basically well, he wanted it. he basically wanted to piss off people who really liked the songs that he was putting Smash Mouth over. Mission accomplished, Neil
0: Cicerega. You've done yes. everyone a terrible disservice, you garbage human being,
1: but thank you so much. <laughs> You know, we talked a little bit about this a couple days ago, about how the Internet is at the same time the most horrible, vile place ever created, but mm-hmm. also the best and most fun place ever. Yeah, it's my greatest source of joy and
0: hatred, really.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of the basis for the show. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're exploring both of those emotions (laughs) in terrible, terrible detail. Um, Speaking of which, Michael, do you remember when we started this show, uh, the idea was to look at the trending topics on Twitter and just, like, have fun with them? Uh, I did, yeah, that's that's
1: how you ended up pissing off all the One Direction fans. Yeah. (laughs) They don't know it yet, but you pissed them off.
0: Very nearly, yeah, eventually (laughs) one of them will find this podcast and we'll get tons of hate mail. Yeah. uh, not only because I mispronounced Louis Tomlinson's name yeah. multiple, multiple times, um, really walked the razor's edge of making fun of his mom uh,
1: passing away. Which thank God yeah. I did a little bit of research before that one. I kind of, I kind of hope that we do get some hate mail because that kind of sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, lie. yeah. So, if we have it's, any listeners out there that that hate us, or actually, if you don't hate us and you just want to send us hate mail for fun, I'm taking yeah. that too.
0: I mean, like, I I love the Kush balls, obviously, but I, I would love a Michael Cushing like hate club. Also, that just sounds like that, that's how you know you've made it. Um, <laughs> but back in the day when we started this, uh, before the night the world turned into a uh, nightmare factory, we could just have fun with trending topics on Twitter. But now yeah. they're all fucking Donald Trump bullshit, and it's yep. really it's really tough to to walk this this tightrope of, of fun content.
1: Yeah, we've kind of have to shy away from the, the kind of trending immediate topics because basically all anyone can talk about is how abjectly terrifying and terrible um, everything that Donald Trump and his cronies are doing.
0: Yeah, I do want to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, there's a lot in the news right now. Um, you know, he passed the uh, immigration ban through executive order. Um, that's clearly...
1: Uh, not going well, mostly because he's a ham-fisted like, turd who just... Tramples um, all over the Constitution and everything we hold dear and sacred in the United States? Yes, pretty
0: much. Uh, there was one trend, I feel like, that bears maybe a little discussion, uh, and that's the trend of punching Nazis in the face.
1: Probably the most American of trends...
0: Yeah. And so there's a lot of discussion around that. I only want to spend a couple minutes on this because, you know, other people have talked about this a lot more, but I really, I want to dive into it. Like, you know, you know, the, the modern liberal world, like liberalism type world is built on the fact that anyone has the right to say what they want to say. Even if you don't agree with it, they have the right to say it. And Richard Spencer, the founder of the alt-right movement getting punched in the face uh, kind of was a conundrum for liberals, like you know, the broader term liberals on the Internet, asking if it was good for him to get punched in the face. If it was OK for us to celebrate it. Or if using violence to stop someone from speaking and like sharing their viewpoint with the world was bad. And I think the overall consensus from a lot of people was that it's always OK to punch Nazis. But ha- I think how Captain do you feel America
1: taught us that. Right. Captain America taught us that a long time ago that. Um, Nazis deserve to be punched. Yeah. The thing is, is that, yes, it's bad to punch people for having a differing opinion. That I agree with. But we're not talking about a differing opinion. We're talking about people who are actively co-oping the Nazi agenda. Yeah. Just a terrible, terrible time in history that everyone looks back on. Well, everyone you know who is not a terrible person looks back on with just disgust right and these people look at it as like oh this is a model for what we need to try to do and it's it's not a it's not an opinion that we should entertain or that any amount of talking is going to get through to these people they honestly think that by being the race and gender that they are that they are inherently better than other people and that certain types of people just don't have a value. And that's not something that you just talk your way out of. And so, you know, before Donald Trump and before Steve Bannon was in power and before the rise of Breitbart, like, these people were in the shadows. They yeah. had these thoughts and feelings, but they didn't act on them. They didn't talk about them because they we basically wouldn't allow it. And now they've become emboldened. They think Yeah, that- I was...
0: Yeah, I was struck by something that Spencer said I think before the election. He said, I think if Trump wins, we could really legitimately say that he was associated directly with us with the R word, racism, all sorts of things. People will have to recognize us. And I feel like that's um even, even the disgusting. women's march Yeah, it's gross. It's it's gross. Um, but I feel like, you know, a lot of the things we've seen in reaction to, you know, Richard Spencer and, you know, the you know, even the women's march and what's going on. You know, this weekend with like the Muslim ban, you know, a lot of people are saying, what's the big deal? He hasn't really done anything or with this immigration ban, he hasn't done anything that Obama either didn't do or didn't propose. But I think the important thing is that Trump has, has already basically told us everything that he's going to do. And, you know, there is this sort of narrative that you know, you need to take him seriously, but not literally before he got elected. Oh, yeah. And now that he's in power, he's doing everything he said. He's associating, you know, he's doing the things like the first step sort of things that you would do if you wanted to do everything else he said. So, you know, we're reacting to those things. Um, Yeah. And I think even with Spencer,
1: we know what his playbook is. This isn't a surprise to all of us.
0: Right. And I think coming back to the Nazi thing, it's just that, you know, he's brought them back into the limelight. He's given them. A platform. He's put Steve Bannon in, you know, a position of power. And it's like these people are on the national stage. And I actually the best thing I've heard from Richard Spencer after he's been punched twice now um, and, you know, after a whole bunch of videos came out and people like, you know, putting it to music and all that sort of stuff is that. he was afraid that this that him getting punched would become the meme to end all memes and that it would embarrass him and that there would be no point where he would see that video and not be humiliated which Thank i God. think exactly and if if that's all it takes like you know that is what it takes like i've learned like you can't reason with these people you don't necessarily have to punch them all the time but you know humiliating them and making <laughs> making them look weak to everyone else on in the world is what ultimately drives these dinguses back into the shadows
1: yeah i mean there's nothing worse to these people than being weak which is why they're always lashing out at people as, oh you are a you're a snowflake or a pansy baby or cucks or whatever they say it's always mm-hmm. like it's always trying to basically emasculate you know, other men in the movement, or try and make everyone sound like they're overly sensitive people just because they right. care what they care about other people other than themselves, and it's so. It's like the best thing you can do is punch them in the face, yeah, <laughs> and, and make them run away and cry. Like I don't know what else yeah. to say.
0: And honestly, I was <laughs> so I've I've watched Richard Spencer get punched in the face a couple dozen times now, uh, in varying uh, varying forms, but. If you listen to what he's saying right before he gets hit, he, you know, someone's asking of him, him if he is the new personification of the Nazis or of the KKK. And he says something like, no, those guys, speaking of Nazis, hate him. You know, they, you know, they view him as something else. And honestly, I think that's like the big reason that people need to recognize and stand up to him. And, you know, if it takes punching, great. Like, this is something different. Like, he, you know, he... He's dressed sharply. He has a nice haircut. He speaks well. You know, he, he doesn't have a skinhead, like, you know, a shaved head or a swastika on his arm. And they which, did anything, a
1: not unflattering profile of him.
0: Right. Yeah, like, and like media has legitimized him. Donald Trump winning has legitimized him in his message. So like, I think it takes something like him getting punched in the face and like constantly humiliated to actually make him look as ridiculous as he is and hopefully, hopefully give people a reason to not constant like let give him a platform anymore
1: right yeah and you know we've, we've talked about this on other on other shows like this alt-right bullshit like they're nazis they're neo-nazis they're basically the you know evolution of the kkk movement and the neo-nazis that we've dealt with before and the way you deal with right. these people is you do not legitimize them you do not entertain their bullshit arguments You do not treat it like they have another valid opinion, like we're talking about fiscal policy or whether the Fed should raise interest rates. Like, this this isn't up for debate. Everyone is a human being, and everyone deserves to be here, and everyone deserves to live the life that they choose to live. And these people threaten that, and they deserve to feel the threat that other people feel from them. You know, people just haven't had to deal with this type of... Uh, discourse Mm -hmm. you know if you want to call it that in a long long time and everyone keeps trying to treat this this situation with these neo-nazis like it's any other political movement you know we're not talking about even like the tea party here we're talking about people who are like literally threatening everything that america stands for
0: right and i think we sort of mentioned this earlier and i think it's the real core of it is that you know we've you know, we're treating this like another discourse or, you know, we think it's valuable that everyone has their opinion. Even if you don't agree with it, you can, there's a discussion to be had. But neo-Nazism, Nazism, Nazism, fascism, this all right movement is literally about tearing down that system of discourse. It's it's brutally tearing down the current world in place of one that no one wants or no one right. should want and shouldn't yeah. ever exist.
1: No, and, and there's nothing to be gained from listening to these people. Most of the time, it's right. like if you have a, a disagreement, you know, you try and find common ground. You try and see where the other person's coming from and you see that maybe there's something to be gained from what they're saying. But literally, there is nothing to be gained from listening to these people and hearing them out. Right. Um, and then one other thing. So many people do not understand what the First Amendment means. The First mm-hmm. Amendment... What? relates only to the government or to the police not being able to arrest you for something that you've said. It does not protect you from a random citizen punching you in the mouth for you spouting your Nazi hatred. That has nothing to do with the First Amendment. Now, you can say that the person who punched him should be arrested and should have charges pressed against him. And you know what? You're probably right. We have laws. But at the same time, I feel like he was justified and that his existence, the first guy who punched him in the video was a black person, and his existence is being threatened by the things that Richard Spencer says. And so you know what? I feel that self-defense, and I feel he was perfectly justified. He should be arrested. He should be questioned. Maybe even go to trial. But you know what? If I'm on that jury, I'm not convicting him because I think he was justified.
0: Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I I feel like for me and I think for a lot of people – I think one of our friends said this, uh, a belief in nonviolence and enjoying watching a Nazi get punched in the mouth uh, are not incompatible worldviews at Indeed. all. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, okay, I think we've talked about the garbage people of the world. Um, Michael, do you have anything anything uplifting for me?
1: <laughs> have you ever heard of the man-bear-pig, Kush?
0: I have, yes. He's uh, half man, half bear, half pig. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yes.
1: A creation from South Park. Yes. Well, I, I got to tell you, I don't like where you're leading me, Michael. Yeah. I don't so, like this at all. I came across this story in The Guardian. Oh, good. That bastion of uh, lovely reporting. Yeah. So they came. Somebody created the first human pig chimera. No, wait. No, yep. no, no.
0: Okay. What sort of ungodly what cre- <laughs> Okay. Hold on. Was it like a half and half situation? Like is it like a a man's body on like a on pig feet? Um, no, they just have a that lot, curly cue pig more, dick.
1: It was a lot more basic than that. you know, they were uh basically trying to combine organisms. Mike, okay, okay. <laughs> they started with a, a human being and a pig. Well no they've I mean, they've been combining organisms for a long time. I mean the, okay. when people most when people talk about genetically modified organisms, we're basically talking about, you know, when you talk about crops, or genetically or, uh, modified crops, what you're doing is you're taking, say, the uh, drought resistance of one crop of one sure. type of, of vegetable or fruit and you're putting it into another vegetable or fruit so that that vegetable now is drought resistant or okay. maybe it it increases the size of it or whatever. And so this is not anything new, but it is the first time really that two large species have ever been combined um, yeah,
0: and I gotta ask again: Why did they start with a human being? I mean, I get—I I know there's a lot of like certain similarities between pigs and humans, but like, why though? Well, what's the ultimate so goal here?
1: You're probably aware of the fact that there is not enough organs to go around for everyone who needs who needs mm. uh, transplants, right? Yeah, Michael, and are you so an organ donor? I am an organ donor, of course. Right, me too. Yeah, I don't need them when I'm dead. <laughs> You know? I don't want them. I, I don't want don't them. them. You know, take yeah. them. Um, probably not the liver, though, because I've probably used that one a bit.
0: Yeah, that one's been through the ringer, huh? <laughs>
1: yeah. So the ultimate goal, really, for a lot of these, these trials and these tests and these scientists is to find some way to grow human organs without having to actually harvest them from dead humans because it's very unreliable to rely on healthy human beings dying so right. that you can get their organs. And so... They thought, you know, maybe if we combine a a human and a pig that we can grow Mm -hmm. some human organs in the pigs and we're going to kill them for their delicious bacon anyways.
0: Right. So might as well rip out their heart and put it into a nine.
1: Exactly. May as well grab a pig human heart, put that in somebody that needs it, and then kill two birds with one stone. You know what I'm saying? It's killing
0: one pig <laughs> <laughs> for for two stones, really. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean I, I definitely understand the impulse. I, I worry that I mean I've you know, I've seen all manner of sci-fi movies where we're just harvesting human clones for for their tender meats, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what we're getting towards here.
1: It is kind of what's the word? Uh just absolutely terrifying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in so many ways. So Basically, what they did was they took human stem cells, they injected them into pig embryos, they transferred okay. them to some surrogate sows, sure, and then they took those embryos that developed into basically mostly pig, but with a little bit of, of human in them. <laughs> God, okay. Oh, this... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, wow. they, you know, the idea is to use these stem cells to to basically hook into the pig DNA and try to create some, some fucking human organs. You know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: yeah, okay. It, here's my concern. Um, having seen Planet of the Apes and read all sort, again, read all manner of uh, dystopian sci-fi novels, eventually w- we're going to create a pig with a human brain. Yeah, and he ain't gonna be too happy about the the pig genocide that we've been perpetrating on them.
1: No, uh, for well, their sweet,
0: sweet bacon's.
1: But I mean, he'll die before handle, he can use his brain, obviously. But right, I mean, pigs can't handle rifles the same way that monkeys can or apes.
0: I mean, so, I've. I mean, there's also a lot of researchers that. Okay, we're going down a, a rabbit hole on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is worrying to me on a couple like. I I have heard a lot that, like, one, pigs are smarter than dogs, Mm -hmm. and the only reason we eat them is because they're, frankly, delicious. Delicious? Yeah, Mm -hmm. very tasty. Um, But it's like, ah, man, like, this is, I don't know, this is is a weird level of creepy for me, Michael. I don't know if I like it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's not the best. They've kind of done these combinations before with, like, different species of of mice and rats or, like, different species of animals that were a lot closer to each other. This is the first time they've ever taken two really large-scale species that were pretty distinctly different and and put them together. You know, and there is so much research going on into trying to come up with different ways to create organs. We have the ability now, or we're pretty close to having the ability, to 3D print human organs. Right. Which seems like a much better option than trying to harvest them out of human pigs, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> there's that quote from jurassic park like your scientists were too preoccupied thinking about whether they could do it they didn't stop to think if they should do it right. And well i understand that like wanted to have like a nice pipeline of uh, a better pig heart uh this seems just oddly brutal just to be like hey we can do this dumb thing which yeah. is incredibly smart but. like
1: you know i f- i feel like the people who are 3d printing the organs should probably be like hey pig human researchers we got this. Yeah, maybe you should scale back on the pig-human embryos.
0: Yeah, make a tastier pig. Right. Try that out.
1: Yeah, could you yeah. make a tastier pig though? Because I, I, I don't think so.
0: I mean, I, I, I trust science to find a way. But uh, Michael, <laughs> since we're talking about um, livestock right now, um,
1: speaking of livestock,
0: yeah, <laughs> just you know, um, how would you feel if you discovered that? All the cows you've been eating uh, for your entire life mm-hmm. were also were largely fed skittles as one of their primary <laughs> staples.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what i I would be concerned because I don't feel like skittles are a balanced part of a of a good diet for really any creature for anything yeah, yeah at all. But then again. The cows I've been eating have been pretty tasty.
0: Yeah, so maybe and so, there's something to it. Yeah, so unbeknownst to you, Michael, so uh, this sort of broke uh, early last week because a massive load of just red Skittles, like truckload <laughs> of red Skittles, uh, spilled onto a rural <laughs> highway in Wisconsin. And um, when they were investigating it, the sheriff's office discovered that the the Skittles were going to to a farm to be fed to cows.
1: Maybe Uh, there's just somebody on that farm who really likes red Skittles.
0: Yeah, you'd think so. But a full truckload. So apparently. That's a lot uh, of Skittles. Yeah, so Mars, the candy company, uh, had no idea that their Skittles were being sold to farmers to feed to their cows. Wait, wait, wait.
1: I feel like Mars would have to know they were producing an entire truckload of only red Skittles.
0: Well, so what happened? The uh, Skittles were made in, at a factory in Waco, Texas, but they had failed to be imprinted with the white S, mm. so they were they were bad. So they couldn't be sold to you and I as you know discerning consumers of Skittles. Because every time that. I go
1: to eat a Skittle, I definitely check for the S.
0: Yeah, I don't just throw 90 in my mouth at the
1: same time. And of course not. Why happens. would I do that? So since they were... Wait, they couldn't speaking be of sold. Skittles, speaking of Skittles. Yeah. Yes. One time when I was in high school... Or okay. possibly middle school. We made, we didn't make her. She uh, volunteered to eat only the purple Skittles from mm-hmm. a from a bag of Skittles just to see what would happen. And how many diabetes did she get? Lo, lo and behold, your snot and spit and everything turns purple if you eat nothing but purple Skittles.
0: How many would you say she ate to achieve that state of being? It was a
1: it was one of the big bags, so she probably <laughs> ate. I'd say fifty. Purple wow. Skittles.
0: That's unsettling. Yeah. On a you number know, it of was, levels.
1: It was all for science, though.
0: Yeah, thank God your friend was an intrepid explorer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, apparently, Skittles was sending, the or Mars was sending these Skittles to be destroyed. Somehow they got waylaid <laughs> uh, and sold to farmers. Um, they fell off but, the
1: back of a truck.
0: Yeah, but apparently, uh, it's very much not uncommon for uh, about 3% of a... Uh, cows' diet to be entirely candy because uh, it's more economical to buy unused candy than it is to buy corn to feed the cows. And uh, some some
1: farmers don't even bother to take the the uh, wrappers off before they feed them uh, unused candy bars. Hmm. So like any candy, we're not even just talking about Skittles. We could be talking about like Mounds or Almond Joy's or yeah. so or something.
0: Yeah. So one dairy farmer in Middlebury, Indiana. Told CNN that he feeds his cattle candy, hot chocolate mix, crumbled cookies, breakfast cereal, trail mix, dried cranberries, orange peelings, and ice cream sprinkles blended into his his feed.
1: You know what? I feel like we should send this to PETA and be like, you say these cows are mistreated, but that sounds pretty great. Yeah, living the high life. Um, 3%? I mean, if 3% of my meals are dessert, so that sounds about right. Yeah, so it's it's honestly kind of like, there's some pictures of this that, like...
0: Just bulldozers full of crushed candy, like just purple and like pink candy, just being dumped into God, like I'm in front of cows. A cow farm. <laughs> just nom 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 <laughs> nom.
1: One for you, Or one for me.
0: One for me, cow. Yeah. So I like I had no. I, I guess it makes sense, but it's also like we waste so much food in this fucking country that like we can't give can't give food away to people, but we'll give candy to fucking cows. <laughs>
1: You know what's uh so Mars actually owns the building that we that my company leases their their office space from. Interesting. Yeah, the Global Research Center for Mars is actually on Goose Island, right across the street from my building, and what is Mars uh, researching? Candy Trying to like flavors. create
0: ca- candy bar human hybrids? Oh yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> We like, made a talking butterfinger. Fuck it, <laughs> kill that thing.
1: That that place smells freaking delicious because there I is just candy smells coming out all the time, and I I hear that they have like wallpaper that is just like skittles, like really bright colored skittles. Mm-hmm. But it is not it is not like the wallpaper from Willy Wonka. It doesn't taste like snozzberries. Oh, that's How, I think that's a missed opportunity, right?
0: Yeah, there should be lickable wallpaper at the Mars Factory. That's just, that's an easy opportunity.
1: I feel like that should make me not want to eat a burger, All but it kind of made me really hungry for a burger right now. Mm-hmm. It made me hungry for Taco Bell, which, oh, oh my God, Michael, we didn't even talk about Taco shit. Bell. How oh do we make God. it?
0: We made it half an hour into this show. We made it f- almost 45 minutes into this show without saying that Taco Bell just released a fucking taco shell made
1: of fried chicken. Oh my God, Kush. How did we go this long without this? And we almost forgot. Uh, you know what? We, the very first show, speaking of when we started this, I rambled on and on about my Taco Bell experience. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I feel like it's only right that we should discuss this modern Marvel that just came yeah. out of the Taco Bell test kitchen.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Um. So, I mean, I can't overstate, it's a shell made of fried chicken, which is, like, I don't know what part of the chicken, I mean, I don't know, maybe it came out of a lab off of a pig, but, uh, (laughs) like,
1: it's... Oh my god, what if you you put chicken embryos into the pig, and you made, like, a chicken pig?
0: So it'd mm -hmm. be, like,
1: fried chicken wings that tasted like pig.
0: I mean, you know how I feel about bacon-wrapped chicken, so if we could just get that every day of my life, that'd be Ah. great. Shit. But I will say, so, uh, you know, I we talked a little bit before. My company is really focused on, like, you know, helping innovation, like corporate innovators, like, you know, building new products. Um, so we had an event on Thursday. It went really well. So to celebrate, we all went to Taco Bell to get this chicken. And I saw what true innovation looks like and tastes mm-hmm. like. And I got to be honest. I mean, generally speaking, it tasted like every other, like, it tasted like a high school cafeteria, like chicken patty sandwich. But I, for some reason, just the fact that it was wrapped into like you know like shell shape and just filled with deliciousness it was incredible it was just like it wasn't greasy it was like fairly light-ish yeah. like i don't know like you got to try it folks
1: here's the thing every day when i would eat the school lunch no mm-hmm. joke i would get that chicken patty yeah i loved it was the best it was the best thing it was the best thing and like you know i moved to chicago i eat at The fancy restaurants. I've been to three star Michelin restaurants. You know, I try, I try to eat healthy. I try to do all this stuff, but like when it really comes down to it, I'm just a fat kid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on Friday, you know, I had to walk home from work and there's a Taco Bell right around the corner. And I was like, you know what? I got to stop in and get this chicken taco. This time naked. What do they call it? The naked chicken. The naked chicken chalupa. Naked chicken chalupa. I was really—I don't know—I was prepared for it to be just like awful mm. for some reason. Mm. It was Have you delicious. learned nothing
0: from Taco Bell,
1: Michael? The shell, like the shell was like—they've like, they've been doing
0: nothing but hitting home runs for five years now. That's
1: a good point. I mean, the the cheesy gordita crunch, the Doritos Locos Taco.
0: Can you imagine in six months from now when they release the Doritos Naked
1: Chicken Chalupa? Oh my god. Cause no joke, I read an article like a month ago about how Taco Bell is actually the the healthiest fast food chain. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Like,
0: yeah, healthiest fast food in America, and almost like they were laughing in the face of that article. They're like, "Ha ha! No, no, no! Here's yeah. a fried chicken taco show, you assholes!" Well, they we're inter- back.
1: They interviewed. The, they <laughs> interviewed like the president or something of of Taco Bell, and he was like. Are you guys insane? Like, yeah, okay, we use real food and we put vegetables on it, but like, come on, it is not health food, which contrasts to like Subway and McDonald's, who are like, oh, we have a fucking salad on our menu. We're healthy now. Like, fuck off. They, Taco Bell understands where they're coming from. Like, they understand that drunk people are coming in to get some just fucking yeah, nasty like, ass tacos. Oh, yeah,
0: like, we know it's healthy. Until you eat nine of these things at four in the morning.
1: <laughs> I mean, when I... I told my story about how I ordered three different times at Taco Bell. I mean, I think that's what happens on a regular basis.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to get nine chalupas. Right. Better go back.
1: So I went in there on Friday after work, 100% sober. Yeah, I me ate too. This, I ate this chicken, this naked chicken chalupa. The sauce on this thing...
0: It's a delight. It's a revelation.
1: amazing. And... You know what? I got it. I got it as the chef, as the chef recommended. You know, I didn't put any extra things on it. I didn't take anything off. I wanted to see exactly what the Taco Bell chef had in store for me. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not, I'm not disappointed in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I haven't been to a three-star Michelin restaurant, but I walked away just as satisfied from that experience, my little lunch experience as I have been at probably any meal I've ever had. I will say, if I have one problem with it, like you said, like you didn't take anything off or add to it, I think the fact that Taco Bell released a chalupa or a taco with a shell made of fried chicken, and the in the innards of it are just lettuce, tomato, and cheese, and like whatever delicious sauce that is, and not like more taco meat, I think like you got to commit to the bit, Taco Bell. If you're going this far, you better go all the way.
1: You know they did have, the you know the chicken, the naked chicken chalupa was three dollars, two ninety nine. But you yeah, could get an much. entire box, which was the Naked Chicken Chalupa, the Doritos Locos taco, and another hard taco, and a medium drink for $5, which... Which, again,
0: laughs, laughs in the face of the notion that Taco Bell is a healthy restaurant. It's just like, Holy here, get shit. so fat,
1: you fuckers. And like, the guy almost would not let me just order the Naked Chicken Chalupa. He's like, you want the box? And I was like, no, I literally just want the chalupa, and he's like... But you get these other things and a drink. Like, are you insane?
0: Yeah, sir. I realize you're not hammered drunk like everyone else in this, this <laughs> establishment at the moment, but trying to do you a favor. Well,
1: that was the weird thing though, was like no one else in the, in the restaurant. They were all just normal people. Like, it, I had only been in this Taco Bell really late at night and it was full right. of drunk people, which you expect, but this was like normal people. Like, they were just out of work. There was an older woman who was clearly ordering food for like a family and she asked about the naked chicken chalupa and she was like, what is this thing? And the guy, she was right in front of me. It was great. The guy was describing it to her and he's like, yeah, you know, it's a chicken shell, fried chicken shell and it's got stuff in it. And she's like, but why is it called the naked chicken chalupa? And he was like, well, cause it's just, you know, it's just the chicken. There's no shell. And she's like, scandalous she's like that sounds like a guy thing That's a thing that guys would want and the guys like actually i have probably had more women in here ordering this than anyone
0: mm-hmm. yeah i gotta be honest one that lady again toxic masculinity mm-hmm. just because it's a guy like, you can enjoy it madam yeah. and well, I, so i went in She ended up ordering my, one by the way <laughs> she, yeah she probably <laughs> fucking loved it so i mean i went with co-workers including my ceo but uh also like uh two women on my team and they fucking loved it. It was awesome. They were they were more pumped, if not like exactly as pumped as I was to get it. Yeah. It's it crosses all boundaries.
1: You, did you try the the KFC double down when it came out?
0: No, that was a bridge too far. Uh yeah. like
1: I, I looked at that and I
0: saw exactly what I think when I when I go to like a fair and there are like <laughs> fried Snickers or fried Oreos and I just I, I look at that stuff and know that if I try that, that's a road I'm never walking back down. I'm just gonna be a zillion pounds and eating nothing you, but your KFC double downs forever.
1: You poor, poor son of a bitch. Hmm. I have not had the KFC double down, but when you start talking about fucking fried Oreos and fried Snickers, um No
0: friend, it, it sound they sound <laughs> great, incredible. I, I just know myself and that if I eat one, I'm eating every single one on the planet. And eventually yeah, I'll you, clone one with a pig and I'll eat that too.
1: <laughs> that's so just we're gonna take a Snickers, we're gonna batter it. Gonna mm-hmm. deep fry it. Yeah. Gonna wrap that in bacon. Deep fry Michael, it I'm f- again. I'm
0: fully on board with this situation. Yeah. I wanted.
1: Yeah. I just know myself. But okay, so it's a bridge I'm not willing to cross. Yeah. When you're up here in February, uh we're doing that. 100. Son. Son. Actually, you bitch. know what? We're gonna get Stan's donuts. We're gonna wrap it in bacon, batter it, and deep fry it, and then we're gonna eat that. And then that okay. will be the absolute last podcast we will ever do because we will die of a heart attack.
0: We'll all be dead. Yep. Yeah, folks. That's a, a, a little preview. Uh, three weeks from now, we'll be uh, we'll be doing our first live show up in Chicago. It should be a real treat for everybody.
1: Yeah, come over to my house if you want to attend the fan event live show. <laughs> yeah, um, the, it'll be the Koosh ball surprise. We're also going to be seeing John Wick on uh, the, the Friday that Cush is here, February sixteenth uh so join us join us to see yeah. john wick too
0: and i will tell you all my thoughts about why the first john wick is the greatest action movie of the last
1: 25 years well i told you this earlier uh keanu reeves has never made a bad movie which is <laughs> yeah just empirically true <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a true statement that cannot yeah. be refuted let's not fact check that one nope <laughs> <laughs> even the lake house perfect movie
0: yeah, no, just sensible. It's got magic in it. Oh boy! Now I'm looking <laughs> yeah. up Keanu Reeves' Rotten Tomatoes scores, and I'm <laughs> probably
1: shouldn't. Okay, before you do that though. Yep. So okay, I have... he does
0: have he does have one zero percent score on Rotten Tomatoes for what? Uh, the, for what? A movie titled Generation Um. It's got an ellipsis at the end from 2013.
1: I don't recognize that as a movie that was actually made because I've never heard of it. So Yeah. Did you know that he was born in, uh,
0: in Beirut? Did you know he was born what? in Beirut? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, dog.
1: See? If it was a country, he wouldn't even be country. here. Hmm. And we would never have speed or point break.
0: He's also in a movie uh, from 2009 as himself called Bollywood Hero, <laughs> which I desperately want to see oh, right now. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm going to cancel this podcast. We're going to watch that movie now. Yep, we're done. Uh, we'll be back in uh, three to five hours. See ya. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, what do we want? To th- we want to do your sexy story next? Yeah,
1: I, we need to do my sexy story of the week here.
0: Yeah, it's time. But, Michael, hit me with your sexy story. I know but you Before
1: got that, I have a, I have a little um, all-star mix, remix that just, I think it really hits the nail on the head with what this sexy story is about. I'm... Terrified. So, I honestly so here it comes, Kush. Uh, oh god. now
0: on her forehead.
1: Okay, it's pretty
0: standard. Uh, I get this. Michael, Michael. no. stop coming Michael <laughs> Make them stop coming. And they don't stop coming. Michael. Michael. <laughs>
1: make it stop coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this. Oh, Michael, you gotta make it stop coming. <laughs> Why won't they stop coming? Well, Kush, there is
0: a man. Are you man, about to tell me a story of someone who cannot physically stop orgasming? There is a man. Oh, God. Who, this, poor, this poor asshole.
1: He had a slip disc in his back. Mm-hmm. And he literally cannot stop having orgasms. What does he do all day? Oh, Michael. So, guess how many orgasms he has a day, Kush? How many seconds in the day are there? Um... It's a hundred orgasms a day, Kush.
0: Okay, so he does have a refractory period. Okay, great.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that is so inconvenient. A hundred orgasms a day. This man is from Wisconsin. Uh uh-huh. he has a uncontrollable condition known as persistent genital arousal syndrome.
0: <laughs> okay, so cool. Oh, okay. The
1: story says he slipped the disc in his back and on, was on his way to the hospital. He inexplicably ejaculated 5 times on the drive to the hospital and says a real the orgasms The orgasms have kept on coming ever since.
0: Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> um So you said it's genital arousal syndrome. Is he just like rock persistent? Okay. Is he just like does he just get like rock hard every time or does he does it just like. Yeah. Physiologically have an orgasm every time.
1: No. Like his. He's just like walking around and then all of a sudden like it just gets rock hard and then he's ejaculating.
0: Wow, okay, so I mean hmm wow, so I've been in high school, so I know what it feels like to just get a random boner mm-hmm. uh, at, yeah you know all, oh, now ooh, imagine oops. imagine Steph every time
1: when you were when you were 14 and you got a random boner if you actually had an orgasm Physically just orgasmed?
0: yeah wowzers That's this huh. guy's life. Yeah again, it
1: sounds fucking miserable and you said it happened because of his back. Yeah, you had a slip disc in his back, back and he was like, I need to drive to the hospital and on the way to the hospital. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Five, f- f- boom, 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 boom. Five booms. Boom, 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 boom. And
0: they can't okay, so I gotta be honest with you. Have you seen um The Dark Knight Rises, the third movie in Christopher Nolan's Batman I trilogy? Am. Are you familiar with the scene where uh, Bane Picks up Christian Bale's Batman and slams his back
1: over his knee and breaks it. I am it. familiar, but I can't quite that imagine. That is literally why right. I would I would
0: pay a wrestler to lift me up over his head and smash my my back on his <laughs> knee if I thought that would like get rid of it,
1: like just for like a bit. What what exactly does Bane say in that movie? I don't I don't remember any. any I was of
0: wondering which would break first, your spirit or your body.
1: <laughs> I nailed it. I nailed it.
0: And then he breaks his body. Can, oh,
1: can you just do the rest of the show in your bane voice?
0: I can try. <laughs> if history is any indication,
1: I'll start laughing in about twelve seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah I think I've already lost the thread.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I was just talking shoot. like an actual penguin. So yeah, this <laughs> happened in in two thousand twelve. It's just four so years of just persistent hundred, hundred times a day orgasms. So you can't, they like, can't
0: fix it. They can't like, no, no spinal surgery, no, nothing. no, just they don't know boner what. it is.
1: time, nonstop. No, they don't know what it is. They just, the only thing they can guess is that they say trauma to the pelvic nerves can trigger hypersensitivity. But yeah. like, he literally can't do anything because he'll just be like at the grocery store trying to like throw some beans in this piece. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just need some beans up in this piece. He's like, Oops, he's like,
1: hey, hey, there's a hurricane coming. I need to throw some beans up in this piece. And all of a sudden, just orgasm right in the middle of the aisle. And people are like, God, Jeez. damn, this boy loves beans.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a like a terrible subversion of like a great thing. And I feel like it probably robs him and everyone else of like the joy of having sex. Like I wouldn't want to. God, yeah, that ew. Michael, yeah, okay. I feel like we need to we're getting close to the end of the show. Let's let's get us on a uh, let's send us off on a high note. I feel like uh we've all we've taken some some very good things and turned them just terrible so far in this show. So let's what what do you got for me? Anything anything good?
1: I have a story here that I I kinda wanna use to just ask you a, a really important question. So there's sure. a woman who's been missing, and she's been missing since nineteen eighty one, but like no one reported her missing until recently. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, it's a terrible story, obviously, but what it got me thinking about was if this woman just showed back up, right, after, what is this, 35 years, 36 years at this point, Mm -hmm. like, how would you even know that she was actually who she says she was?
0: Right. I've seen horror movies. They're typically not who they say they are. And
1: then it kind of got me thinking about the movie Face Off, as a lot of things do, um, where they switch faces, and then... Right, they take their right, faces They take off. the faces off, and he shows up, and he, and he goes to the other guy's wife, and he looks exactly like that dude, and apparently, supposedly has all the same features and everything, but, like, he doesn't know anything about this guy other than, like, the superficial stuff he's learned through, like, reading about him.
0: Right, which, by the way, if we can touch on face-off technology <laughs> real quick, they focus very heavily on the face and LaFace, um, but they also transform nick cage's scrawny little body into uh john travolta's like <laughs> semi-rotund like barrel body uh and vice versa and like that is the that is the key technology who gives a shit about the right. face they changed like a 180 pound man into a 240 pound man and
1: everyone's like yeah oh, sure and john no Travolta has sex with nick cage's wife and like they've been married yeah, for a long time they have children like did mm-hmm. they fix his dick too well,
0: you'd have to, really? obviously. You, you got to get it right down to the, the last detail. Um, so they probably, you know, slap some weights on that bad boy for a little bit. Just, you know, let them let them tug on it.
1: OK, so if you had a significant other or mm-hmm. I mean, even even a child, I guess it could be. But like if this person just like told you like, hey, I, I have to go on this mission, the secret mission I can't tell mm-hmm. you about. And then like three days later, they just showed back up and they started acting really weird. Okay. Like how how weird would they have to be acting before you would just be like, nah, bitch, this ain't you?
0: Yeah, no, oh, no, I'm pretty sure they took his face off and put it on someone like, else. That, that's the only explanation. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, I'm I, with you. I, I, I know Sean Archer and you, sir, are <laughs> no Sean Archer.
1: But apparently this is an actual, this is an actual syndrome that people can get. Uh, called Capgrass Syndrome, where like you honestly think that the people in your life are not actually the real people and they've been replaced with like body doubles or like with reptile <laughs> r-
0: with reptile people from the fourth dimension, <laughs> Cle- clearly
1: reptile people. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like how how weird, for example, would your sister have to start acting before you'd be like, OK, you've clearly been replaced with Invasion of the Body Snatcher style.
0: I mean, let's be real clear. She's pretty fucking weird already, so I'm going to get I'm going to get tweets about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it'd have to be pretty weird. But, like, I mean, I know the people in my life well enough that, like, there'd be little things, even if, even if they had been studied, like, there'd be little things. We're like, that's not okay, you. Well, let's wait, let's well, make this, not, this a little bit more doing.
1: personal for, for you and our listeners. Mm-hmm. Like, what would I have to do for you to be like, OK, somebody definitely took Michael's face? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Someone just ripped Michael's yeah, face ripped off. they ripped his face off, um, and
1: you know what? They just replaced him.
0: Well, Lord, there are so many things, and honestly, th- if this show has highlighted anything for me, because uh, I feel like you and I have have a pretty serious role reversal <laughs> going on in this on this uh, tele or like radio show that we're doing here. Because um, in real life, I'm a very calm like non-confrontational person but I feel like my role on this show is to just yell about the bullshit that you bring to the table (laughs) and I think people I've actually gotten texts from people they're like your dynamic is not what I was expecting
1: (laughs) 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 so what you're saying is that possibly we 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 did a face off we've we've switched faces I took my face off Hmm. and I put Mm -hmm. it on your face and no Hmm. one's figured it out and I
0: didn't notice no one's noticed yeah yeah I don't know what you'd have to do I feel like I mean there's so much you could do like I I don't know if I can narrow it down like here's what you you know what if if you had gone to get the naked chalupa at Taco Bell and told me you thought it was trash (laughs) I would have flown up to Chicago and ripped your face off and thrown it in the trash because I knew you weren't you I was like you give me that face that face doesn't belong to you that's my friend's face this is my friend's face you reptile person I'm gonna
1: take this face and I'm gonna find my friend yeah i'll be back later (laughs) clearly there is some medical fucking organization around here that has taken faces
0: yeah in the meantime i'll go stitch this face onto a pig and have fun with it
1: (laughs) we're gonna go eat hot dogs
0: so before we close out the show michael i do want to ask you one thing um have you ever gone to mcdonald's and ordered chicken nuggets (laughs) I assume
1: the answer is yeah, yes. Yeah, I have. Um, I remember one time, me, you, and uh, Oded, our special guest from the last episode, All right. we ordered- From, from Toilet yeah, Talk we, with Oded. We ordered like 50 chicken nuggets at, mm-hmm. a, at a McDonald's in Vegas one time and just housed them.
0: Mm-hmm. So imagine if you had ordered 50 chicken nuggets, but mm-hmm. you only got 30. What would you do to the McDonald's people? Um. Well- I'll, I'll I'll jump ahead. Would you jump on the counter and pull out the Nerf guns that you already had on your body and start shooting the employees of the
1: McDonald's? Ooh, I don't typically carry a bunch of preloaded Nerf guns on me, but if I had them on okay. me, probably not still. No, no, I, I definitely don't think that would be... You probably still wouldn't
0: pull it out and rage. <laughs> so that that hmm. would
1: be my, my reaction. Well,
0: well, you, sir, are not Jacob Martin Giel's. Uh, age 22 who uh, didn't get uh his his McNuggies from uh McDonald's and decided it was in everyone's best interest to start letting the foam fly around
1: <laughs> uh okay so this where is this because this can't be in like a place in, this can't be in like Alabama where everyone is just packing heat because I feel like somebody would have just it was New Zealand oh okay. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you take when you take guns away from yeah. people. They have to defend just, themselves
0: somehow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so wait, this guy just how many nerf guns does this guy have on him? He had two. He was just He had two. He was just carrying two fully loaded, ready to go nerf guns like He just on Yeah, he was just person? down to clown.
0: He just down to clown with those nerf guns and uh his uh his punishment was to spend 2 hours in jail. <laughs>
1: So, my question is, if they hadn't messed up his nuggets... Yeah. What was he going to do was, with the Nerf was, guns? Yeah, where was his <laughs> next step? Where was his next destination with these Nerf guns? Was he just going, like, place to place, hoping somebody would fuck up so he could just go egg shit with the Nerf guns?
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're not packing Nerf guns unless you're planning to use them, you know? Right,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, so this guy was really... On-
0: he was waiting for a confrontation to give reason to, like, let him pop some, <laughs> some darts at people. And he found it. Maybe he created it himself. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe is. he just
1: threw 20 nuggets away and just was like, you didn't give him my nuggets, mate. It's, it's fucking, on. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on, mate. I'm gonna, gonna light you up, nerf style. So next
0: time you're out at a fast food restaurant and they don't include the, uh, the zesty sauce on your naked chicken chalupa, Michael, you know what to do. Actually, you know what? There is a 100% chance that doing that in America would get you shot with an actual gun.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. But if I ever go to New Zealand or Australia, I'm definitely just loading up on Nerf guns like I am fucking Neo from the Matrix. Mm -hmm. And I am going to go to a fast food place and I'm going to order a lemonade. And when they give me a goddamn Sprite, it is fucking on.
0: It is so fully on. They'll have no idea. And you know what? You'll spend two hours in jail, and <laughs> fuck, that'll be so worth it.
1: Totally worth it. Yeah, and you'll Every be well.
0: Hi- you'll be well hydrated because they gave you a soda water instead of a fucking lemonade. All right, Michael. I think that has been trends in low places. If you've enjoyed our show, please do us a favor and uh, go to goodbuddymedia.com. You can discover past episodes of the show or our other show. Uh, longest days of our lives, which is me and Michael and our friend Curtis. We watch every episode of 24 and describe Jack Bauer's bone chilling murder dance that he does every week. Uh, <laughs> Michael, how else can people help us out?
1: Yeah, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast services. When you do find us, like us, rate us, you know, tell our tell your friends about us. You know, the more people that hear us being complete morons, uh, the better for some reason.
0: Yeah, I can't get enough of sounding like a complete and utter idiot to strangers <laughs> and my my good friends on the internet. Can't get enough. Can't wait to do this next week. Michael, thanks. For, thank you for joining me, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Love you all, you cushballs. You son of a bitch. Toodles!